We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing from black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap Presents Football, the show. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. So you heard our intro, and if you're a fan of the show, you know that's our old intro. Right. Right. But guess what? Just because it's a new year, we did not (laughs) stop believing that Black Lives Matter. Right. And you shouldn't have either. But you should stop believing that blue lives matter because those aren't lives. That's a profession. That's just a thing you do. Yeah. So, hey, way to set the tone of the show. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't like that, you won't like us. This is the NFL show presented by Debates on Tap. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And this is a show where we talk all things football. That's right. And we're, try to make you laugh while we do it. We're back, baby. You know, we kept talking about, oh, on previous episodes of our main show. Oh, we'll be back. You'll hear this. After this show. Definitely not. That did not happen. <laughs> nope. But we're here, ready to rock and roll. It's a little bit different of a schedule, but we're, we're we're ready to dive into it, you know? Every Sunday now, you'll hear us. That's right. Hear our sultry tones, That's dulcet right. tones. Before your tailgate or your living room gate, yeah. you can... <laughs> yeah, keep your kids out of the living room. <laughs> you can... Not uh, on Sunday. Listen to us, because, yeah, so format, much like I did last year, we're, you know, we're going to... Break down the north, east, east, south, west, and then have a big um, power rankings prediction episode um, like we did last year, but we're just kind of truncating a little bit, leading into a weekly NFL show, breaking down the week and predictions and things like that. And that's why they're coming out on Sundays that's now, right. so you can listen before the games start. Uh, annoy your family with our voices right. before you annoy them with your screams at the TV. I think I think your family will appreciate us. You know they have to. How could they not? That's we're right. two white men in our thirties. Yeah, I don't know what's not to appreciate. I know we're we're here. We're ready to go. Um, so yeah. So at the top, uh, last year. So like just to be upfront with everybody, last year's NFL season is weird to talk about. Why, Brendan? Because a big thing happened. Oh, that's right. The uh, the, the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that, that's team. something we'll, we'll talk about fucking like three episodes, but no COVID <laughs> COVID happened and it was a bananas year for like players, fans, the world at large. Like, and again, we're, we're going to steer into football and things like that, but like, it can't be understated how just insane COVID is currently 
And oh, then a year exists. ago, like fucking talking about this shit, like if you, uh, I, I feel just, like we're in the same spot. We're in the exact same spot. We're in. A, I'm in a new house, but this is the same yeah. conversation. <laughs> we're we're in a new house, um, new recording space, etc. But man, it's just it's wild to talk about. There's some things that we're just gonna talk about last year. It's kind of like a caveat, I guess, talking about COVID because there's some things that like t- the last season was weird. For teams, for players, for players like players missed games, so their stats are different. Correct, that kind and of then stuff. I think that that mess with stuff. And there was no off season; like they canceled all off season. Right. So there are some players, like whenever we talk in the East, the AFC East, uh, like Cam Newton signed the week before the season started. Yeah. You know, so like there's gonna be some weird things we talk about that kind of stuff, but relatively the show's gonna be the same. We're just we're not gonna make it two hours like we did last year. Yeah. We were very excited having the whole show last year. Uh this year we're gonna try to keep it a little bit more for your time, for our time. Yeah, we're less excited. Yeah, we're not as excited about football because again Well we've been out of our house now, so we don't it's not <laughs> you know that that was all, like our saving grace last year was having football back. We should all just stay inside. You should stay inside. So right off the top we're going to start at the AFC North. Yeah. And of course, at the top of the AFC North was the um, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they went 13 and three. I don't think that surprised anyone. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That was, that's wrong. That was the year before. <laughs> they were 11 and five. But they were still at the top. No, they were a second. Well, nope. Boy, let's start this over. So at uh, the top is <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> and you know what? That did surprise everyone. That was the crazy thing. So, okay. So start at the top. We're here. We're starting it out. Boy, we're, everything's, I, everything's fine. I think also, real quick, because you set it right up top. Right. And there is a trend that we did last year, uh, um, right? tradition that we did last year. We had seltzers while yeah. we recorded. <laughs> and I would like to, I think. Yeah, let's reset and let's talk about that. I think we need to explain why we were looking at last, last year's stats. Yeah, so this damn. year, we decided to have a drink or a beer from um, non-football states. Yeah. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, there was no reason we decided to do this. It's not like the last beers in the fridge were from right. a non-football state, and that was the first thing that came to our no, mind. No, that's just the only thing we had in the fridge, and we just drank it. No. We planned this months ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this week we are sipping on some Alaskan uh, brewery beers. They're brewed in Juneau, Alaska. Did uh, you know that? Did you a- know? <laughs> I see what you did, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, we got a variety pack. We're not going to dive into each one. This isn't debates on tap. No, yeah, but we're just. If you want more beer info, go listen to debates That's on tap. That's right. Buddy, every buddy. Monday. Uh, so yeah, so look forward to us promoting breweries that we like and enjoy from states that do not have football teams. There are a few of them. There are a couple <laughs> states, mostly Alaska and Hawaii. We're getting a lot of those beers. Yeah, we're going to bring a lot of those. I think. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, okay, now the Baltimore Ravens. Nope, the Pittsburgh the Steelers. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so Pittsburgh Steelers. They were six at the, and a half percent. They were at the top of their division in the AFC North. They went twelve and five. And this was surprising. This to me. was a crazy thing because you had Big Ben Roethlisberger coming off his big elbow surgery, which was bigger than they thought. You know what I mean? Yeah, and also it was weird. He actually he th- ended up throwing fine. But it's weird. Which he, is something I want to get into, but yes. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he can't slip drugs into people's drinks as well as he used to be able to because of that elbow. That, that's right. Where he had a surgery, it just, <laughs> yeah, you, it's can't, just not you can't be as quick, quick you know? <laughs> um, but Pittsburgh had a very weird year because they, off the bat, went 11 and 0. Yeah. Um, and, and easily. People shut up about him. People wouldn't shut up about him. I remember right before they had their drop off in the last, in the last their last five games. Um, 
the Pittsburgh blog that I read, or I, I read a lot of SB Nation blogs. Airhead Pride's the biggest one I read, but I read all of, sometimes I, I, I check in on all of them. Right before they, as soon as they went 11-0, and 0, and then they started their downhill slide, the Pittsburgh blog was talking about how this is the, this team gets no respect. Yeah. No respect at all. Even no though they were doing a Rodney Dangerfield bit. Even though, again, we're going to highlight this a lot of time when we talk. It was a weird year. Yes, they went 11-0. That's incredible phenomenal. But they were the worst 11-0 team, I think, in a long time. Yeah. And their offense was different. Big Ben coming off of his surgery. They're, they're predicated on short throws, quick throws, because Big Ben is built on throwing it out big time. He, he buys right? time in the pocket and then throw, airs it out. And their issues last year were Big Ben's elbow, his health of his elbow, which that's why their, their game shortened quite a bit. They didn't have the offensive line needed to to build that protection, right? Um, as well as uh, you look at their playoff loss against the Browns was br- was fun to watch for, as an AFC fan, yeah, um, but brutal for Steelers fans because it was everything that could go wrong against the Browns went wrong. The first offensive possession in the playoff game against the Browns, Marquise Pouncey, um, Richie Incognito fan, um, <laughs> hiked the ball over Big Ben's head yes. <laughs> into the end zone and the Browns fell on it. Like that was the that was the tone of the game for the Steelers, yes. right? Um but saying that the Steelers had one of the best they had the best defense in the league, um led by Bud Dupree, TJ Watt, um Yeah, their linebacking core. Phenomenal linebacking core, yeah. great secondary, everything like that. But it was just their offense that just could not keep up at all. Um, just looking at stats again, we're not going to hit a lot of stats this year, but their stats from their offensive stats from last year were some of the bottom, they're in the bottom half uh, of the league. Right? Do you have the stat of number of TikTok videos that they made? <laughs> boy, that was a, that was a whole thing, wasn't it? So Juju Smith-Schuster, boy. Um, so it, it, I, so, so yeah, so I would say the biggest things about the Steelers last year were that they had a poor offensive line. And we'll talk about if it did or didn't get better. Spoiler alert, it did not. As well as, I mean, you had Juju Smith-Schuster. You had Chase Claypool. Um, uh, oh, rookie, yeah. rookie coming up, yeah, things yeah. like that. But that was really it. you know. And you had a solid, sound defense. But T.J. Watt blew out his knee. Bud Dupree's not back anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll say. And I, I think I don't think either of us predicted them to go to be to win the division last year. I don't think. No, I think we both had Ravens We both picked the Ravens to win. Browns to come in second, I think. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that here in a little bit too. Just our hot takes and over unders from last year, um, but yeah. But we heavily predicted the Ravens to win this this division. And again, when we talk about the Ravens, we'll talk about COVID and stuff like that because that fucked them hard last year. Yeah. Um, but for the Steelers to do what as well as they did was it, you look at their that number twelve and four winning the division. Yeah, they and that's one and four though. Yeah. That's yeah. That it's tough, man. They had a lot of weird wins, bad losses, and then they were kicked, bounced right out of the playoffs. By the Browns, yeah. So that's that's a a taste of the COVID uh, season last right. year. Is that that team should not have been eleven and zero no. at any point. So off season wise, uh, they lost Bud Dupree and Alejandro Villanueva went to the Baltimore, um, which at, is strange. Trading one of your franchise loved players, yeah, to a one division of the best, rival. one of the best left tackles in the game yeah. going to Baltimore. There's you know the reason why Baltimore won that so bad. Not trade, right? It wasn't trade. It was free agency. Uh, it's free agency, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then as well as their right tackle left, Marquise Pouncey, he <laughs> retired. Right tackle left. That was funny. <laughs> he retired. Um, uh, whenever it comes to them, who they signed, they re-signed Juju Smith-Schuster to just a one-year deal. 
Um, looking through, I mean, Trey Turner's a guard they got from the Chargers, but um, one big thing in their um, oh, and Mel- Melvin Ingram. Oh, he's visiting them. Yeah, so Melvin Ingram, I think he's signed recently with the Steelers as well. I so <clears throat> real, okay. So real quick, we don't not all the offseason acquisitions are going to be known right. to us a- at as the time of this. This recording. is this is a moment in time before because again. Cam Newton was <laughs> fucking tr- like signed with the, the Patriots with well, a week before the season started. Yeah. So, so things things will change. So let's go ahead and do as we go through each team. We'll right. just give you the over under. Right. I want to talk. Go. I want to talk about draft needs oh, draft. and things like Sorry. that here in yes. a second. But yes. yes, then we'll go to over under and stuff like that. So draft needs. They needed hardcore offensive line help. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very bad offensive line help, um, as well as uh, linebacker. You know, they lost. Bud Dupree, Dupree yeah. TJ Watts coming off an of injury. Who knows how he's going to do? So they need linebacker, defensive end help, cornerback, uh, tight end. That's kind of what I have. Um, first pick of the draft, they picked a running back, Najee Harris, who's going to be great. He's going to be he probably good. Is it from Alabama, right? Yes, from Alabama. But when your foundation is, <laughs> we need offensive line help. I I don't think taking a running back in the first round is 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 really the right pick to make there. And offhand, do you know who their running back was? Last year, it was uh, Connor, Connor, James right? Connor. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they had that dump off option. They had, they a, had great, a fine, they had a really good running that back. safety <laughs> valve, good running back. So yeah, it was uh, it was very strange for them to pick that first. Um, yeah, I don't quite understand why they were doing that. So this year, strength of schedule wise, uh, the Steelers have the number one strength of schedule, the which, hardest strength of yeah, schedule, which is bad. Which for is Steelers fans tough, man, because. Um, I just think there are too many questions when it comes to their offensive line, how Big Ben's going to hold up. There's that whole thing <laughs> talking about he, his diet was stricter oh, than Tom God. Brady's, even <laughs> though Big Ben said at camps, camp just started, and he was like, that was, I don't know who made that up because yeah. Big Ben looks the same. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff when it comes to their their uh, strength of schedule. I think that's going to be, it's going to be a really tough year for, I think, the Steelers. Um, so last year they went 12 and four. Under. They're easily under. under. One, we're accounting for another <laughs> week in the schedule, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. We didn't even address that. So if you don't right. already know, there's 18 weeks now. There's 17 games. Right. Um. So it's one week longer. They took out a preseason game. So right. it's still the same amount of football, but there's more football that matters. So here's a prognostic thing that Brian and I nailed yeah, on I, our big I, thing for the Steelers last year. We said over eight, which they hit. That word, though. Um <laughs> You might have to explain that. <laughs> and we said their offense will fall off a cliff, and then their defense might not be as good. That was a lie. We that, didn't. We didn't hit that as hard. Just don't say that part. Oh yeah. So. The listener doesn't need to know. They're not going to go back and listen. <laughs> so yeah. So so yeah. So I'm predicting also under. There's no way they're going to win. I was surprised and shocked they won 12, 12 wins last year. Everyone was. They're not going to win twelve wins this year. It's no. definitely under. Yeah. I mean, I'd give them still. You know, nine and five. They're not. They're going to be. I think they'd be five hundred plus. I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna have to nine redo all the oh, math. Yeah. Think about that because we're so used to like ten and six, <laughs> nine. Oh man. All right, yeah, under. Eight, so we eight both and eight. Wow, we both now be under. eight nine. Or eight nine. nine There's no. Eight. You can't have a, wow, a an even, even record. Can't have five hundred anymore. I gotta stop. I gotta lay down. My nose <laughs> yeah, is your, your, your nose is bleeding. Do you have a hot take for the Steelers? Uh fuck. Man, we were so <laughs> bad at these last year. We had some. There's really a lot. Bad of, I ones. can't wait to bring some of them up because they're Great. awful. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers one in particular for both of us is hysterical. I think you know what? I'll do this. I'll do this because we've been shitting on them so much. I'll say that I think they're going to have a really good 
dual rushing attack. Mm -hmm. And I think both um, James Conner and Najee Harris are going to go over, I'll I'll say they're both going to go over 700 yards rushing. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Um, I I think that this is the year that Big Ben... I think we're going to see Big Ben retire at the end of this year. That's my that's my big take. I fucking hope so. Is that a Big Ben is not going to go cuz I mean, I mean they lost a lot of offensive line help, defensive help. Then you look at the people they signed, it's like, "Oh boy, I don't know about all that." So, I, I think this is the year that Big Ben officially retires. He's gone. We're never going to see Big Ben again in a women's bathroom and anyone's bathroom ever again in a playing field. So that's my big hot take is that Big Ben is going to retire. I like your hot take. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right, so moving on to the number one, number two. Yep. Not the number one. Not we already just finished one. them. Number two uh, team in this division, the AFC North, is the Baltimore Ravens with the 11 and five record. That's right, because fucking three teams from the AFC North made it to the playoffs. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so Baltimore, I felt so bad for them. They had that, like, a few weeks where COVID bit them in the butt very hard. Yeah. And I think really fucked them up a lot. They lost both games to the, the Steelers because. One of them, I think they lost outright, if not without some players. And then the next one, they like no one played. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Um, they were bounced out of the playoffs by the Buffalo Bills in a while, in a great game that they offense only put up seven points, 10 points, I think, or something like that. Um, Baltimore is, a, is, is such a weird team because their defense is, is very, very good. Um, but their, their offense also, while being very efficient, is just, uh, it's just, it's just bananas to watch, you know. Um, they're predicated on, on a run first, run heavy um, kind of offense, as well as you know, quick passes, quick slants thing, over the middle specifically. And then they use that to burn you once every quarter, correct? With like with Brown down the field, and because Lamar can sling it, yeah, he's just not the most accurate mid to long range passer, right? And he and he showed. I mean, that was the big thing about last year is that we wanted him to get better at shooting, like passing to the sidelines, you know, outside the hashes as they call them. Yeah. And he, and I think he stayed just about how he, Might <laughs> how he did worse. the year before, year before. So, um, again, Baltimore phenomenal defense. They're predicated on takeaways and kind of bully ball, things like that. Um, guys like Marlon Humph- Humphrey was, were phenomenal watch, a lot of fun to watch. Um, as well as, uh, Yannick was really great. Um, Matt G- Ngaku? Yeah, Nagaku. Uh, Matt Judon was a lot of fun to watch too. Um, but those guys are gone now. Yannick's with the Jags, right? Yeah, Yannick signed with the oh, no, the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, he came from the Jags. Yeah, and then Matt Judon signed with the New England Patriots. Uh, as well as Mark Ingram is out. Um, Willie Sneed is gone. TJ Fluker is gone. And of course, in the trade to the Chiefs, Orlando Brown. So yeah, huge for us. So yeah, so so Baltimore's season again. It, it's really hard to talk about Baltimore last year, and we're gonna harp on this for a few teams. Is that because they like they were one of those COVID teams, and yeah. it's tough to say like what's gonna happen with them. Um, they finally won a playoff game, yep. uh, which was phenomenal, uh, and then again lost in a in a bizarre game to to the Bills, right? Uh, where neither team scored a yeah. lot. Wouldn't have mattered. They were going to play the Chiefs. Correct. So. Yeah. So either way, the, Chief, the Chiefs would have bounced them out of the next round. Um, I, I I feel bad because, you know, last year, and a lot of time when you talk about the, the Ravens and how they did overall and things like that, it's like, you just got to, I mean, they're just going to stick with what they know, right? They, they have not tried to change. They're not going to change ever. 
And I worry with the defensive pieces they lost. I mean, they weren't great at pressure rates and sacks and things like that. Um, so I worry use, losing a couple of those bigger guys um, is going to be really interesting. And as well as, um, excuse me, um, Patrick Queen was one of my favorite linebackers coming out. Yep. He was much like a rookie should be, very up and down. You know what I mean? I think overall he he was okay, but um, he was definitely at times was um, highlighted as as a bad spot as well as as a good spot on the team. You know, so I, I think that's that's pretty fascinating to watch. Uh, like I said, uh, they lost a lot of big names. Um, they signed uh, a, a guard from the Giants, Kevin Zeitler, who is one of the best guards in the game. Uh, they Sammy Watkins was a big one they they signed who yep he'll play for nine games and that's it here's my thing yes he'll Sammy Watkins as much as I love him usually hurt unfortunately and then if Patrick if he never hit a thousand yards with Patrick Mahomes no chance are we are we really thinking he's gonna make that big of a losing Willie Sneed and Willie Sneed like was that? a bigger downfield threat than Sammy right. is and then the next big player I have is uh, Lawan James from Denver he's a right tackle. Um, because Villanueva is going to play left tackle. And that was the big thing about Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown wanted to play left tackle. He's a left tackle. And because of some injuries, things like that, the the Ravens put him at right tackle. So so that's that. Now um, he's on a better team. Now maybe. he's on a way better team. Um, I think that's really all I have to really highlight, you know, draft-wise. Um, their big needs were offensive line. They need more help for um, uh, Lamar Jackson. Gosh, names right now are just <laughs> ridiculous. These Alaskan brews. Yeah, and then to fill in some of the spots on defense to uh, to to help out. Uh, they they had I think one of the the most picks in the draft or something like that. Something crazy like that. Sure. Do you, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that sounds Brendan. When you say stuff with confidence like that. I believe Thank you. it. I, I appreciate it. And so they had the most. Did you know they had the most picks in the draft? I heard that. <laughs> I heard that from a really smart friend. So, so yeah. So some of their draft picks. Uh, I, looking at their picks, I Rashad Bateman was the their first round pick from from Minnesota, uh, wide receiver. Other than that, looking through their picks, there's no one I think. So you get rid of a wide receiver, you add a wide receiver through free agency, and right. then you draft a wide receiver. Correct. Sure. Which I think is really interesting. They picked up an edge defender, which is something they needed after using Nakakwe and Judon. But otherwise, I'm, I'm really interested to see how this 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 uh, draft and this next season is going to work out for the Browns. Um, the Ravens, I'm sorry, because teams like the Browns are getting better. Yep. The Steelers are going to be always going to be competitive within their own division. And I think the Bengals are, might be a little sneaky coming up. But, but yeah, so... Over under, uh, I'm sorry, strength of schedule, Ravens are number two. The second hardest nice. um, uh, strength of schedule for this year. Uh, over under 11 and five. I, I think, here's what I think. I think 12 and five. I think they're going to win that one extra game they right. get. So I'm going to give them over. I still don't think they're going to win the division. Right. I, I think, I, w- I would agree with you. I think they're going to stick in that area of, I'm going to push. So I think they're going to hit 11 games again. Uh, they might get 12. They might win that extra one. But, I, but there's, their schedule this year is tough, and their division's just getting better. The AFC in general is getting better. It was already good last year, and this year at, with the offseason, with teams getting more used to systems and things like that, it's going to be a lot tougher. Yeah. So I, I, I would expect them to push. I think, spoiler alert, I don't think they're not going to win. They're not going to be number one in the division next year. There's another team I think will be. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's it. 
Uh, last year we did. We hit the we hit the under. They yeah. were they won fourteen games last year, and we said they were going to be under fourteen. So we nailed that. Our hot take was more of like, you know, we talk a lot about we don't think saying the term teams will catch up with Lamar Jackson things like that. Yeah, like we didn't hit that specifically, but we said their offense would have like a drop off, and yeah. it and it did. Yeah. So I don't think we had a, a like a for sure like heavy heavy hot take with them, but. Uh, mainly it was that, yeah, that Lamar Jackson, their offense would kind of just fall off a little bit. Uh, shit. So, f- <laughs> I mean, because they're, uh, admittedly, the Ravens, I don't know a lot about. So what I'll right. say, my hot take will be, is yeah. that do it. Say Lamar it. gets really, really hurt. Wow. And I don't wish that upon him. I don't want It any- sounds like you are wishing nope, that upon nope. somebody. I don't wish it upon him. I just think that one of those one of these broken plays or designed plays. Yes, because because Lamar Jackson is is a slight man. You know, he's very tall and lanky for lack of better wording. But I think, yeah, there's gonna be a player too, man, that he's it's not gonna be pretty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's gonna be rough. I I think they will they will not make the playoffs this year. Ooh. That is my hot take. Because I think they weren't very far away. They were. They're very close. But I think with how good the Browns are going to be, as well as the rest of the AFC, I think they're going to be fighting for that that last wild card spot. Speaking of the Browns and how good you think they're going to be, because I I think you hinted as to who you think is going to win the division (laughs) in the AFC North. Right, right. Let's get to the Browns. So the Browns had the same record as the Ravens. They were also 11-5. and Um, We finally saw guys like... um, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield step up. OBJ got hurt, of course, but ev- but their offense was clicking, man. That dual threat of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb was awesome to yeah. see. Yeah. And even though their defense started really shaky at the start of the year, they ended pretty on fire. Their defense was young, had something to prove, and I think that 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 helped them quite a bit. And again, it was that thing that we want to highlight of without an offseason and with a lot of young guys, new guys on the Browns defense. That's what they needed. You know, they needed more time to to for cohesion, things like that. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was a lot of. I mean, Baker Mayfield. He's my favorite little shit. I, I love watching him play because he's such <laughs> he a little asshole. A little I love him, man. Uh, Baker Mayfield's great in, in the right system, which is what we talked about last year. Um, Freddie Kitchens had no idea how to use Baker Mayfield in the right system. He just expected, oh, Baker can just throw the ball. He can be Drew Brees, things like that. Whereas Baker is built on. He needs, a, much like uh, the Titans uh, quarterback, Tannehill. Tannehill, needs a great running attack, needs great rollouts, p- uh, play action, things like that, to make the offense hum. And whenever you get that rolling, and as they found out with uh, Fancy Stefanski from last year, uh, they, they use Baker in the right context. Yeah, for sure. And I think they're going to continue. I mean, I'm much like you. They're going to continue that shit. I think so, um, too. But we'll get into some of the some of their losses and... We will because defensively, like I said, they stepped up. And again, I d- I'm not going to highlight this because they, it sounds like you're about to highlight it. Defense and offensively, like their stats from last year were all like way low, right? Uh, low, high 20s. I'm sorry. So it's like it, it's hard to say because on paper, they did not look like that. You know what I mean? So like DVOA, much like we talked about, is like a nerd stat for efficiency and efficiency wise. They weren't that efficient. Yeah. But by God, they got up there and played their asses off and ended 11 and 5. Yeah. They beat the hell out of the Steelers in that game. They, they, every opportunity that the Browns had in that playoff game, they took it. They had interceptions, they had turnovers, they scored. And sure, in the last half of the game, Steelers started to bring it back because the Browns went 
we're young, you know, we're we're winning, we're fine, you yeah. know. We got to play a next game. But I think the the big determining factor is in the next game they played who? The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And the Kansas City Chiefs were dominating that game, moving the ball efficiently until Patrick Mahomes was got hurt and was out of the game. But here's oh, my thing. Oh my god, I got Patrick TSD with Chad Henney in the game, backup quarterback who we all love, respect, never buy a drink in Kansas City ever again. Hey, Chad, come meet us at Shooters. Uh, what? At 6 a.m. Wait, what? Oh, I see what you're saying. He'll yeah. never buy never buy a drink a in drink Kansas City. In Kansas come City. to Shooters yeah. at 6 a.m. We're going to something... want to be watching Olympics, baby. <laughs> we talked about on debates on tap <laughs> four weeks ago. Did we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so Chad Henney came in uh, through a hilarious interception in the end zone to uh, I think Demarcus Robinson, yeah, and then had a wonderful run out to to get a fourth down, and then everyone in the stadium went. Even Tony Romo, the wonderful prediction man, said, "Oh, the way they're the Chiefs are lined up, they're not going for it." And what they do? We went for it, baby. boy. They went with for a it. fucking pass. It was insane. A rollout pass, the same pass they used against the Dolphins. Earlier in the year, and it was wide open. It was crazy. That was that was bananas to watch. Uh, God bless the Browns because I, I think the Browns are a fun, fun team that I think is going to get more fun as long as they they keep doing what they're doing. Um, what I guess what really worries me about the Browns uh, in what they lost is they lost guys like Carl Joseph, safety, yeah, um, to the Raiders. Um, they lost a couple other big guys uh, in in the secondary as well. Shelton Richardson, a defensive tackle to Minnesota, like. I worry defensively that that it's not going to be as, as great as it was last year. But they are built to be able, at least, to compete with a shootout type of game. Correct. So, And, and, and I will say, uh, they're getting OBJ back. Uh, they still have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And uh, Jarvis Landry. And Jarvis Landry. What I was shocked about, they, had, they lost a guy named Marvin Hall, wide receiver, who I was like, I've never, that name is weird. Let me look that up because I was like, Marvin Hall. <laughs> Was actually like the number three receiver on the team. Wow! And uh, was is, a, is I think is a pretty big notable loss. He went to the the Patriots. Now what they gained in the off season, they got Jadavion Clowney, uh, defensive end, big run stopper guy who is that'll is, be fine. Is, who I think is used inappropriately all the time. Everyone thinks because he's a big athletic freak that he is a pass rusher. No man, in college he was one of the best run stopper stuffers in the game. Yeah, his sacks came whenever he. <laughs> it was like a play action, and he was already inside stopping the run. Right. So he got through the line. Um, as well as they signed a couple of uh, linebackers, defensive tackles, but they got Rashad Higgins. They re-signed Rashad Higgins to a, to a deal. Um, but no one else really stands out at me when it comes to like their off-season free agency stuff. So in the draft, I said they need defensive line. They need to rush the quarterback better. They need cornerbacks, secondary help, as well as linebacker help, and then offensive line will always help Baker succeed, right? So in the first round, they picked up Greg Newsom, who's a cornerback from uh, cornerback from Nor- uh, Northwestern, who I think is a great pick. Um, as well as later on, they picked up a couple of wide receivers. But, I mean, I, I, I worry about the Browns when it comes to this the young help because, again, they're just kind of churning the lineup, which I think – is something the Patriots did to good effect for years and years and years was churning the lineup and things like that. But with a young team like the Browns, I think they need a little bit more consistency. I went to Cleveland recently, and uh, <laughs> every local I met had the same phrase, uh-huh. and it was trust in fancy. 
<laughs> so I think you got to trust what Fancy's doing over you, there. You are very right. I I don't lie. Yeah. So strength schedule wise, they they're ninth strength schedule. Yeah, it's not too bad. So ninth ninth hardest strength schedule. Um, couple hard games, but but you know over under wise. So so they won eleven games. Yep. Last year or the year before, I'm sorry, they won six games, and we said over, which we hit. Hallelujah. And I think we're saying over again. I think we're going to go with over. I think they're going to win this division. That's my hot take. I think they're going to win this division and take the AFC North. I don't think that's a hot take. Back. I don't think that's... I think that's... I think we're going to see Baker unlocked. I think it's going to be great. Uh, for my hot take, I think we're going to see OBJ yeah. get praised as one of the highest fantasy players and mm-hmm. as one of the highest producers in the league. Because he's going to come back with a chip on his shoulder. Right. He hasn't been healthy with Stefanski, right? With Baker and Stefanski together. No, Stefanski came on last year and, ba- and uh, OBJ That's, tore his ACL right. like first, second game of the season. And so I think their system together is going to work very well in his favor. Right. Especially with Jarvis on the other side. Right, right. And their rushing attack that we've talked about. I think OBJ is going to put up really, really good numbers. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think this is a year that Baker really puts it all together and i think hopefully with the young guys they have an offensive on the offensive line things like that it'll be better um but i think the bank the browns i'm sorry have something to prove and i think they're gonna do they're it. gonna prove it, i baby. think they're gonna do it i think this is the year that the browns take over the afc north you think they're gonna see us in the afc championship i think they definitely could Ooh, i my. don't doubt it at all uh last year hot take one uh, we said Baker will be good for three fourths of the season and won't make the playoffs. I think we hit the three fourths because Baker was very up and down at times, but they made the playoffs. They did great. They did they make the playoffs in the, in the divisional rounds. But now we're singing the Browns' praises. I think here we I are. think the Browns will make it to the conference round at least. They it's super hot outside, Boy, and yet here we it. are being fair weather fans. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Thanks. God damn, Brian! I'm so happy we're doing this. Last team in the AFC North is the Cincinnati Bengals. They went four and eleven last year, and a big, big factor of that is Joe Burrow. Big thing: Joe Burrow tore his ACL in the middle of the season, I think, or towards the end of the season. But that was and Brendan. Why did he tear his ACL? Because their offensive line was a swinging gate <laughs> at every position. Every, I, an unlocked swinging gate. I felt so bad for I, Joe Burrow. Is going to be a great quarterback? Yeah. Uh, like, well, we don't know now. Cra- I mean, who knows? That he might be really gunshot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Joe Burrow was primed to be a really phenomenal quarterback. Um, he was one of those guys that whenever you say as a rookie, he's NFL ready. Like Joe Burrow truly was NFL ready. Yeah. And I felt so bad for him because some of their losses were pretty close. And the team around him just consistently let him down. Yeah. And there's that wonderful gif or picture of him like when they lost, I think, to the Chargers. And uh, they lost on a field goal, or a kick, or you know, like some, uh, you know, something like that. And his face is just heartbroken, terribleness, you know. Um, a, a very different picture than him smoking a cigar <laughs> after winning the championship uh, LSU. for LSU. So I mean, you, I mean, both their offense defense was not efficient at all. It was not pretty to watch at times. I don't have much to say about the Bengals at all, other than, um, uh. Guys, they, they lost A.J. Green to Arizona, which I think is going to be a big deal, um, as well as uh, some of their... To Arizona? Yeah, he went to Arizona. Wait a minute. Look, a- A.J. Okay. Green. I know this isn't the NFC West. <laughs> Not yet. We're getting there. But has Larry Fitzgerald retired? Not officially. officially. No, he's still So there. they have Larry Fitzgerald, 
DeAndre Hopkins, Say it. and AJ Green. Yeah, dude. On the same team? Yeah. Are you in a with st- Kyler Murray? It, we'll get to it in a stacked NFC West. That's, stacked. But that's three weeks away, Brendan. Yeah, dude. It, buckle up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be crazy. Um, but yeah, but I mean, otherwise, it's like, I don't know. Um, in, in the offseason, they signed um, some defensive help. They signed Riley Reef. Um, from Minnesota, the Vikings, who uh, uh, big left tackle, yeah, who not I was Riley Reed. No, <laughs> let's don't Google that uh, family who's listening to this along on Saturday morning. Uh, but no, Riley Reef. Uh, they they got him from the Minnesota Vikings, who was one of the best left tackles to play last year, but only quote unquote signed him to a one year seven point five million dollar deal. They, I think that's interesting. Well. I, my take on it is that they're trying to lure him in. I think so. Look how much yeah. better we're going to be with you. But here's the weird thing in free agency. So free agency wise, they needed <laughs> to basically churn over and create a new offensive line, much like a better team in the AFC did this off season, who we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, they needed to turn that line in off se- in the in, free agency wise. They signed Riley reef and that's it. They didn't sign another offensive line yeah which which makes you think makes uh Bengals fans think maybe we'll go after one in the draft so in the draft again they need offensive line help their yeah. issue last year was not talent nope because they had aj green who's again is gone but they they've made up for that a little bit with some of the signings and stuff like that they're and uh, who, tied and, in i can't remember his name right he's very yep. good uh i would agree with you don't know it <laughs> I, I forgot him as Great. well uh but uh but yeah so again going into the draft they need offensive line help they kind of need basically to plug in everywhere you know defensive line uh secondary help which their secondary wasn't terrible but again they just need help everywhere wide receiver you need more help after you go offensive line need more help there um and so what they do first round of the draft pick five you had Panay Sewell you had fucking everybody there they took Jamar Chase, wide receiver for LSU. Ooh. Now, oh. pairing him and Jamar Chase played with Joe Burrow. And I think that's part of it. And I think maybe here's I think they might have lost out on some offensive line bids and free yes, agency. Yes, I, I think they were shooting for something big in offensive uh, free agency because much like uh, Trent Brown was a big one who was like going to certain places. And I think he was not tied to the Bengals, but he was hinted the Bengals and the Chiefs. And they lost it on that. Um, but to, to take Jamar Chase, and then in round two, you take a guard from Clemson, and then your next two picks are edge picks. Yeah, man. I and mean, then if, you don't pick another offensive tackle until round four, round six, and that's it. If I'm Joe Burrow, I'm still worried. I am. You know? I'm going to wear double braces <laughs> on both knees. Yeah. I'm going to quadruple brace. Yeah, just preemptive strike. Because that's, what, that's, that's my big thing. I, that's why I think... Joe Burrow will make the Bengals better. He is that kind of quarterback that's going to make the Bengals better. But the Bengals are not trying to make Joe Burrow better. And I think yeah. that's a big problem. Um, because their strength of schedule this year is... Low. It's low, isn't it? Or did you just miss the name? I missed the name. They're tied for six. <laughs> yeah. uh, because it said T6. It was very weird. So they're tied for six. They have a really tough strength of schedule this year. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, this this will Ugh, sort of lead into boy. my hot take. But um, I mean, I think they're going to go over. Yeah, over what? how many games they went? Four? They four. Four games. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to go over. Not and they tied much. one game. 
good for that them. was that was like one of the early one games in the season yeah participation trophy so four and eleven and one I'm sorry I would agree with you they're going to go over they're going to go five or six yeah they're but again I I really worry about the help Joe Burrow has the protection specifically Joe Burrow has. And yeah, that's what that's what really worries me, and that leads me to my hot take that the front office is going to fire their head coach. Oh, I don't know. That mid, guy. I don't know mid season. Yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be mid season, but he's not going to make it to next season. Now, that's a good hot take. I like that a lot. So last year we had Bengals over two, so <laughs> they won two games here before. So we hit that. Yeah, we're really good. We said Burrow will do well. Um, but too many questions on both sides. I, it was kind of like a weird hot take because well, I don't think we really qu- had one. Here's so. a question. Does he get injured or not? Guess what? That's a question. And yes, was the answer. Ooh, so I, I think, I think I just really worry about his progression, his ability to lift that team up because they have not helped at all. I, I think he very well could be hurt again, but I think, I think the Bengals are just going to be, they're going to, you giving not, them over or under. I'm giving them, they might push. <laughs> To be totally honest, they might push and they might get over, but I think I really worry about their ability to to protect Joe Burrow, and I I really worry about his health. Yeah, like I I think that's that's going to be the big question for them is can they protect Joe Burrow? They couldn't last year. They didn't take a lot of steps to do it this year, so I really worry about that. Yeah, and I think their defense will get better, but I I mean I'm I think they're going to float around four games anyway because their division's going to be good still, and the AFC just is so good anyway. So yeah. so what's your hot take? Um, Joe Burrow's going to get hurt. That's what I'm sticking with. <laughs> Fucking shit. I know it sucks, man, but I, I think I, I really worry about him and his ability to, to, to get out there and, and play okay, successfully. Well, I mean, it's a sad hot take, but it is a hot take. <laughs> uh, so, as you know on this show, please enjoy this break from our sponsor and then join us afterward for the second half of the North, the NFC. Brendan Vargas, win me over. Should we wear masks? I would say yes. Science is on my side because wearing a mask prevents the virus from spreading to others. You won't kill your grandmother. And we can actually go to movies. Uh, but science also shows that you look slightly dumb. So either keeping everyone else alive, including my grandmother, and I get to go out eventually, or look a little weird. I'm going to go with Brendan on this one. Yeah, dude. Wear a mask, dummy. Wear a mask, dummy. I guess the debates on tap official stance is wear a mask. All right, welcome back to the second part of this podcast. Still here, baby. This time we're going to talk about the NFC North and a couple of fun things that have happened in NFC North. A lot of changes, a lot of things that haven't changed. Say a lot the of, word fun. Well, maybe for a couple teams. <laughs> Big changes, at least for a couple teams. Large. Um, let's start with the number one team in that division, which was the Green Bay Packers. They went 13-3. and three. They owned the show. They owned. They looked great. Their offense, like I was telling Brian before we started, I'm going to tell him now so you can hear it. Their offense was number one in the league. Yep. And their defense, even though their stats don't show up on defense and there are times they shit the bed, specifically against the Buccaneers in that playoff game yep. where they got bounced out and they looked horrendous um, at times. Um, their defense was above average, which is which is wild to think because you would think that the big problem last year was was their defense, and really it wasn't. They they were a sound team for most of the year, majority of the year, until what it really mattered, and they they lost to the eventual Super Bowl champions, the, the Buccaneers. Well, and it's like you said, uh, everybody has to remember this because people like to get bogged down in stats. They do, but they gave up 
the big moments. They did. And if you give up one pass in a game on a stat sheet, that might not look like a lot. I, I mean, go back to 2019, 2018, whenever we were in the playoff game against the Patriots and D Ford was offsides. Yep. Like it just takes one thing, man. One one play. And so it, and it took Malcolm King, the cornerback, just not playing not knowing where the ball was, just yep. to be just taken advantage of most of the game. Yeah, you can give up one twenty five yard pass and it can be the biggest twenty five pass twenty five yard pass of your life. So. Right. So boy, the big storyline with the with the Packers is Aaron Rodgers. Why? Is he, oh oh I right, right. He signed a he signed a new deal. Um, no. Oh, was it? Uh, oh, he got a new endorsement, so he probably like. I mean, he needs money now. Uh, no, not really. No. Is he looking for a new team? Uh, no. From all from all counts, he's he's not really looking for a new team. No. Oh, so what could it be? What's the news? Well, he hates the Packers. Oh, interesting. <laughs> he hates the organization from top to bottom. It sounds like. Um, so yeah, so Aaron Rodgers um, has given no indications whether or not he's going to be at training camp. Um, for, uh, we talked about this a lot last year too, was the way this organization treats Aaron Rodgers, um, a man who's been in the league for almost 15, 20 years now, who's been who's going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. And from my understanding, talking to Aaron, talking to the organization, <laughs> yes. is that Aaron does, could not care less about the money. He does not care. He's got enough. Right? He's fine. He has enough money, things like that. That's why he turned down, a like it came out recently that he turned down another two-year extension because he's like, I don't, that's not the fucking point. What Aaron wants is what Mahomes has, what Tom Brady has, what um, not really a lot of other, what Peyton Manning had back in the day. He wants to be at the table with, the the people who make the decisions on player personnel on what's the direction of the franchise just to be like hey i've been with this franchise since you drafted me and i am in it to win it i want to win another super bowl because again aaron Rodgers only won one super bowl yeah and that was over a decade ago it was 2010 Crazy. yeah so aaron wants i'm talking about aaron like i know him rogers <laughs> wants just more say on player personnel. That was the big thing about last draft. What happened last draft, Brian, in the first round? Uh, they drafted a quarterback <laughs> who is still on the bench. Jordan Love. And I, I just, I, I, they traded up to draft Jordan Love. Yeah. Quarterback. Traded when up. When Aaron still had three years or something like that on his contract. So it's like, this guy's not going to play anytime soon. You still have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best to ever do it. What are you doing? You know? Um, Aaron Rodgers has a, a pretty solid offensive line. There have been some some changes. Uh, Bakhtiari, I think he retired, didn't he? No, he no, didn't, no, he no, didn't no, retire. No, no. He just they lost a lot of beer to Bucks. That's game. right. He, he they lost their guard to Houston, Lane Taylor. Um, a couple of weird. They lost Corey Lindsley, their center. That's what it was. Corey Lindsley, the center that went to the Chargers. Um, so you have a lot of weird things like that. And then you know, as much as we love. Uh, Devonte Adams, much as we love uh, the lizard guy, Lazard. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, the li- Lazard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, that's been Aaron's big thing: is that I want more. I need more help. Give me more weapons to succeed, and I guarantee you, I will do it. Yeah. And even though Devonte Adams stepped up, l- the lizard guy stepped up, <laughs> other guys on the team stepped up and like did what they needed to do to carry Aaron Rodgers to the MVP of the league. Yep. And I think that's that's what Aaron's big hang up is, is that this team is still just like, no nah, man, we're gonna do our own thing. 
You just be the quarterback. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers does not want that. Whatsoever. Shut up and dribble. It's basically what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't want that. And I mean, he is an elite company. When you when you mentioned Pat Mahomes, right. Brady, Manning, those guys were able to. They didn't run the franchise, Correct. but they were. You know, I assume that the front office would um, at least consult them. Or the when, coach after would the Super Bowl them. loss, this most recent Super Bowl loss, which was a, a factor because offensive line was hurt, there was no offensive line help. They sat down with Mahomes. And went, "What do you need?" He went, "Offensive line help." And what the Chiefs do? They they turned over their yep. entire offensive line. Yep, and that's what Brady or that's what Rogers Correct. is looking for. And that's 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 why Brady left the Patriots because the Patriots got to a point where they're like, we just can't afford to get bigger receivers for you to have. You know, we want you to succeed with Edelman, with uh, a, a young guy who now wants out of the Patriots. You know what I mean? So, um, so, so yeah, so so Rodgers in this position. It's very weird. Like I said, they've lost a, a couple big guys on the offensive line. I think a couple guys got hurt last year, too. It was, it was a weird, again, weird year, weird, weird stakes, things like that. They also released uh, or got uh, Jamal Williams, went, the running back, went to the Detroit Lions, who's a big, who's a big deal. He was right behind. Uh, who was their big running back from last year? Yeah, yeah, that one guy. Yeah, yeah. They had their number one running back, and then they had Jamal Williams, who was also really great. Uh, they lost Christian Kirksey, a big linebacker, oh, to, to the Texans. Um, so just kind of a weird year. They retained, or I'm sorry, they they signed Mercedes Lewis, 37 year old tight end. Uh, they got Kevin King. They signed He's him. Thirty-seven. Yeah, Mercedes Lewis has been in the league forever. Gee, I remember he was on the Jags. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a long time ago. With Blake Bortles, who the, Pack- yeah. the Packers now have as yeah. number two quarterback, just getting the or maybe number one. <laughs> no, who can say? <laughs> so, going into the draft, what they need is again, you know, the, wide receiver wise, I think they're doing okay. Um, offensive, they need some offensive line help. They need a lot of defensive help, you yeah. know, because they were just above average. Last yeah, year, and, so. and the Packers, you think of the Packers, and what do you, you think of Aaron Rodgers, right? <clears throat> and back in the day, sure, you had AJ Hawk and and guys like that who were, were stout linebackers, but they've never really had like a defense that were like out of this world good. You know what I mean? And that's something I think that they really need is better uh, secondary help, better. Uh, defensive linemen help things like that, as well as then you could start working on the, the offensive line, the wide receivers, you know. And first pick of the draft, they picked Eric Stokes out of Georgia, cornerback. And I think that that was a, that was a really good pick. Next pick was a, a center, then they went wide receiver, then they went guard. So I, I think they're they're doing the right things. You know what I mean? Uh, I do think again, there are probably better picks to pick. If I were Mister Aaron Rodgers, I'd probably have better picks to pick. But I, I think the Packers overall are still, they're just maintaining like what they need. You know what I mean? And that's a question we'll get into here in a little bit is who's going to be under center. Who's going to play quarterback. Yeah. And we both have our opinions on that. Yep. Which you probably get into now. I sure later on, if you want, well, no, might we be a hot take. I don't know. It might be a hot take. Well, let's get in their strength of schedule first. So th- strength of schedule. Um, they are fourth. So really tough, be rough. T- really tough schedule. Cause again, they were, they were Kings last year. They, I, we both, I mean, thought, they they were contenders for the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? They they showed that. I think we predicted, or I predicted, Packers Chiefs Super you, Bowl. You did, yeah. I think you predicted Packers. I predict, predicted Saints. Yeah. Um. But yeah, fourth strength of schedule. Um. Again, they went uh, uh thirteen and three. So over under, do you think they're going to be over thirteen or under thirteen? I mean, winning thirteen games in the NFL is already so hard. It's hard to be consistent. 
And so I'm going to go under, but I don't think it's going to be much under if Rodgers plays, which might lead into one of our That's hot the takes. thing is that if Rodgers plays, they're, I think they're going to be hit the status quo. They're going to be under. I don't think they're going to win 13 games because... 12 and 5. That, there's, play, there's teams in the NFC that are going to be better or maintain, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be tough. And with the Packers not really churning the lineup the way they needed to, I think it's going to be really tough. So I think they're going to be under 13, but not by much. Yeah. And that's if Rodgers is going to play. I think I'm of the mindset that I Rodgers is going to be under center. Rodgers is going to... This is basically Rodgers' year to, to play. I think the reason why he posted the Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen thing is because for him and Devontae Adams, this is the last ride because... Um, Devontae Adams, it came out that Devontae Adams turned down a big extension because they weren't meeting where he wanted to be because Devontae Adams is one of the best to do it. And it's kind of like, ah, I don't know, you know. Yeah. So my hot take is that Rodgers will play, but he's going to re- retire and he's going to be gone after this year. Wow. Yep. Retiring that's, that's it, after man. this year. Man. And I don't think there's going to be, there's a lot of Broncos. I was in Denver Get a little while fucked. ago with Rick. Um, shout out to Rick. Um, and all of Denver country, all of Denver's blogs, everyone thinks that Rodgers is going to Denver, which is, is it because not. he wants to play Mahomes. Is that what they're trying to say? I think because I think it stems from they have Drew uh, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they're just itching for we need a quarterback or quarterback who's a great quarterback who doesn't want to be on his team. At first it was Sean Watson, which we'll get into in a little while, um, but now it's Rodgers, and there people are convinced that Rodgers is going to Denver. He is not going to Denver. No chance. I can, I can, I've talked to Rodgers. <laughs> Again. Aaron, now, I, there's just no, he's just not, like, that's not going to happen. He's going to stay in Green Bay and he's going to play and then he's gone. He is done. Uh, I think Rodgers is going to win the MVP again. Second year in a row. I think he's going to do it. I think that's wow. a hot take. That's, that's, I like and that. He's gonna, he wants, that's how he wants to go out. He's going to go out with a big fuck you. Um, now I know you're very eager to get to last year's hot takes because you think they're so funny. So, so let's get let's into do it. it. So we hit the under. They went under 14, so we yep. nailed that by one. Um, Brian's hot take, and again, mine was just as stupid. <laughs> Brian's hot take was the Packers will find an excuse to bench Rodgers yep. and play Jordan Love. They would have if he wasn't having, <laughs> he wasn't having the year, the, the the season of his life. Mine was Rogers will look human. <laughs> he didn't do either of those. <laughs> he didn't things. do nothing. He looked amazing. He was yep. fucking Aaron. Ro- I mean, it's Aaron Rogers. Aaron you know? fucking Rogers. Aaron fucking Rogers. That's his actual. That's, that's what his, he makes that's his, his girlfriend Christian call name. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no. Yeah. I I think the Packers are in such a weird position just because Aaron he hates the hates the organization. I think Devontae Adams is getting on that 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 level too. But I think they're still gonna be great. I mean, it's Aaron, it's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Like, yeah, come on, you yep. know. And I think they've done enough to to help out. But it, again, I don't think they've done a lot. They're not, they're not gonna make the Super Bowl. But I, I I do think they're gonna be Aaron Rodgers is gonna have another career year. I think. Yeah, chip on your shoulder, man. You got yeah. that Pringle on your shoulder. You're gonna want to eat it. <laughs> That's right. So next, surprisingly, in the old. Uh, in the NFC North is the Chicago beer beers. <laughs> Speaking of this Alaskan brew, oh man, it's so good. The Chicago Bears went eight and eight. Um, I mean, what? I mean, it's the Chicago Bears. They they had the weirdest year. This was the year they were like, yeah, we're gonna roll with Trubisky and see what happens. 
And what happened? Ooh. Nothing happened. Oh, I'm sorry. He won the Nickelodeon MVP, Nickelodeon Most Valuable Player. Did he? Yeah. Oh, because the game in that, that in that, was that on weird Nickelodeon Nick game, game yeah. against the Saints. Yeah, he won that. Um, I just I don't have much. I mean, they Trubisky's gone. Um, they signed. I think they have. Uh, Andy Dalton's come in, who's another. You know, when you think of average mid-level players, Mitch Trubisky, and then you just trade him out for Andy Dalton. So if I just do <laughs> the Bears sketch from SNL, can we just move on to the next team? <laughs> we can. There's like two <laughs> things I want to talk about, and that's it. Um, when it comes to their their performance last year, again, which is crazy to talk about, um, excuse me, uh, their offense was 25th. And their defense was eight. Their defense was good. I mean, you have a lot of good players on the defense. You just have nothing to back it up on on offensive level wise. And speaking of, I mean, they lost Kyle Fuller. They lost Barcavius Mingo, who was a big off- outside linebacker, things like that. Um, they lost a lot of uh, help in on the defense. I mean, they still have some big names and things like that. I think I think they're going to be okay defensively. Um, but I, I, I'm just real curious going into the draft what they're going to do to to shore up the the quarterback position as well as some other things um they signed marquise goodwin from yeah. from the 49ers which yeah. is a big damn deal um they signed uh dalton which is uh, which is something a lot of secondary help um as well as uh, christian jones from the lions who's a pretty damn good linebacker uh, that's really it that's all i have for them going into the draft they need a quarterback of the future because guess what Andy Dalton's not doing it for you. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so going into the draft, number one pick, uh, not number one pick, their first pick of the draft, number 11, Justin Fields from Ohio State. Ohio State. Which, that's going to be fun. I love it. Could, a, it could just, be. A, a lot of the quarterbacks, we'll get into to them later on when we start talking about other teams, but Justin Fields is a, is a great quarterback. Again, weird college year because they only played like six games, but um, he was one of those quarterbacks that, uh, has has just like an upper trend, you know what I mean? And I think Justin Fields with Matt Nagy is going to be a lot of fun. Um, that's really all I have to say about the Bears. I I don't know, man. They're the Bears. You what's know, their, yeah. What's their strength schedule? Let's let's fucking <laughs> power through it. Bears third, third strength of schedule. Jesus, those poor fuckers. I know. What was and, their record last year? Uh, eight and eight. Under uh, under. <laughs> You got a rookie QB coming in. Likely is going to take over for Andy Dalton if he doesn't even start. They the will. Year. Yeah, I, I fully expect Justin Fields to start. Uh, yeah. They have a tough year, so I'm going with under. Yeah. Just because, like, and if even if they won eight games, it would still be under. Correct. <laughs> we would still hit it. Um, I still think, yeah. Uh, hot take: Justin Fields will start, okay. and he will be successful. But again, it's not going to be enough to to the NFC North is always well, not always. Last year they were bad. But NFC North can be good. Yeah. Um, as well as the NFC is starting to trend up with some of the teams in there. And then AFC is always good. So it, it I think it's unfortunately it's gonna be hard for Justin Fields, but I think he's gonna succeed. I'm gonna I'm gonna sometimes I do these um hot takes as like a way to you know, I search my brain right. for something that is just outlandish because it's supposed to be a hot take. <laughs> so I'm gonna do this hot take. Let's hear it. I think Justin Fields is gonna win offensive rookie of the year. I like that a lot. That's a good one. Good work. Hey, man, thanks. I just thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're done with it. The Bears are the Bears. I mean, 
honestly, the rest of the NFC North we can treat like the Bears. Yeah, we're just gonna kind of move through <laughs> because next Lions up is next up is the Vikings. Um, Vikings were in third place. Uh, they went seven and nine. Uh, started out with solidly with the with the young defense. They looked they looked fine there. Um, but otherwise, it's like they lost Stefan Diggs to Bills. Yep. Their defense is going to continue to get better. Yeah, it will. Their offense is going to continue to get worse. <laughs> so offensively wise, they were eighth because they finally went, we cannot rely on Kirk Cousins. We have to have a running back do all of our work. Yeah. And once they finally started relying on him, it looked a lot better. Um, they finally let Kirk Cousins kind of breathe a little bit and not have to bomb it out to Stefan Diggs. Um, but otherwise, it's kind of like, I mean, I mean, that's all you did, you know? Yeah. They had Justin Jefferson, who was great rookie, great rookie season. But that's about it. Um, they lost. Um, Kyle Rudolph is now the, the Giants, which is big. Riley Reef, not Riley Reed, <laughs> is now with the Bengals, who we talked about earlier. Um, and really looking at uh, that, those. Oh, Chris Jones. Yeah, cornerback. <laughs> he's, he's 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 sure he's gone too. Um, but signing wise, a, uh, free agency, they. Uh, Oh yeah, they they got Patrick Peterson back from or I'm sorry, not back. God, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of Xavier Rose for some reason. Yeah. Uh Patrick Peterson is signed from the Cardinals, which I think is going to help them a lot. Uh Sheldon Richardson and Delvin uh Dalvin Tomlinson, defensive tackles, I think is gonna be a big deal. Bashad Breeland. Lost him. Chiefs mm, lost him. Pisses yeah. me off. He's he's with the Vikings now. Um, as well as Xavier Woods. I mean, they I I they they went heavy in free agency on defense, which I think is a good thing. And like you said, they still have Dalvin Cook, who is going to... Dalvin Cook Correct. and Justin Jefferson are going to do a lot of good things for that team. Mm-hmm. If they can get themselves a quarterback who is not Kirk Cousins, that'd That's be the great. Thing, is going into the draft, they need offensive line help, uh, always. Uh, defensive line help, even though they got in free agency, I think they're doing good there. Cornerback-wise, quarterback wise, they're doing great. Uh, they need more safety help because, again, they lost, every, I think, a lot of guys in last year. And then court quarterback. They need a, a quarterback of the future because, again, Kirk Cousins ain't going to do it, man. He ain't it. So first first pick of the draft, they pick a tackle, Christian Dar- uh, Darisaw from Virginia Tech, who is a very good offensive tackle. Uh, then second pick of the draft, they pick Kellen Mond, Texas A&M's quarterback. Yep. So I think that is their quarterback of the future. Um, at Kel- least for now. Uh, yeah, Kellen Mond, he is... His first name's Kellen. He's a guy. What more do you need to know? Who's going to be fine? I mean, I, I don't know much about Kellen Mond. He's a second, uh, um, third round pick. I'm sorry. And it's kind of like if he fell to the third round, I think he's going to be fine. But I, I, who's to say he's actually going to be the, the guy of the future? Uh, then they had a couple of picks later on who we're, we're not concerned about. Um, the Vikings are just a weird team because, much like we talked about last year several times, I think it comes down to your quarterback. And is your quarterback going to elevate your team and win you games, you know? Kirk Cousins ain't it. Kirk Cousins ain't going to do it, baby. And looking at strength of schedule, their fifth strength of schedule. So another another hard, hard year. Yeah. The, um, North, the North has it rough this year. They do, Just dude. in general. I think the Packers fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and AFC, too, had a bunch of people in the top It did, 10. yeah. Um, so Vikings-wise, are we think over, under, 8-8? Eight and eight? Under... Seven and nine, seven and nine. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, the same. Seven and ten. I think they're going to push. <laughs> yeah, I, I, which is what we said last year too. Um, 
Brian's hot take from last year was if Thielen is he- healthy, he'll be better than Diggs, which he was not because he wasn't healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was right. <laughs> and I said their secondary will implode, which happened early in the season and then kind of picked up and got better just because their secondary was very young last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have a hot take for these guys? Yeah, cousins will get benched. <laughs> I I think at we'll, some point in the year. I, I don't I don't doubt we'll see Kellen Mond this year. I think they're going to be. Uh, we said push right. Yeah, seven I and think ten. I think the lines will be better. I think this this team will be bottom of the barrel, not even contending for a playoff spot. Oh, they're boy. gonna be bad. I think they're gonna be really bad. I think they're gonna still float in that seven win thing. Just by the seat but of just their by pants. just by like yeah. how their schedule is gonna push out. But it's a harder schedule. Uh, offensive wise, again, you saw Kirk Cousins, and you don't you lost Stefan Diggs, which we saw that was a big deal last year. Yeah, um, I don't think it's gonna be it's not it's not gonna be good. I think I think we're I think the Vikings are kind of screwed for a little while. So you know, speaking of not good, let's get on to the Detroit <laughs> Lions. So Detroit Lions, uh, they went five and eleven. Yikes! Um, big big thing we want to highlight with the Detroit Lions is that they downgraded at the QB. They Traded Matt Stafford, who will, I think you know the saga from last year with the Detroit Lion fans we had. Um, they traded uh, Matt Stafford to the Rams oh for God, I, I forgot about that Jared Goff. I forgot about the fucking yeah the Twitter radio war. host or whatever the fuck. Oh that was. my God! Um, which again, Matt Stafford is a great quarterback. Yeah, right. Has he ever? Brennan, has he ever won a Super Bowl? Uh, has he ever won a playoff game? That's a better mm-hmm. question, which yeah. is no. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And here's, okay, so here's my thing. Matt Stafford was Matt Stafford, a great top 10 quarterback with nothing to help him and has fucked off. Now you have Jared Goff, who had had to have a very specific system to succeed. Do you think with their new head coach, who is a, the guy who gave the speech about biting knees and he wanted guys to fuck other guys up and all this weird stuff, alpha males and blah, blah, blah. You think Jared Goff's going to succeed in this system? Do you picture Jared Goff in your mind when someone says alpha male? <laughs> I don't. I do not because... And I, it's not beta. Is there a C? <laughs> Is it, it's like Seda? That's what I think Jared Goff might be. So last year, uh, the Lions again went 5-11. and 11. They had a lot of just issues everywhere. They had a young team. Uh, they're, they had a whole thing where uh, early on, early on in the season, their rookies kept failing them. Like they had that thing where uh, uh, DeAndre Swift dropped a wide open touchdown in the yep. in in the end zone. They had stuff like that, you know, and just they were not prepared at all, which a lot of teams weren't. But they were one of the worst teams that played anything. Because they just couldn't put anything together. Yeah, like that was the the theme of the Detroit Lions is that they just couldn't put it together. And I do I feel better for and again Matt Stafford is going to a better situation with the Rams, which I'm happy about. Which again we'll talk about the NFC East in, in a while. West. NFC West. I'm sorry, yeah. no, in a while. Um, just because that that division is getting better and better and better, and it I think the Rams have easily gotten better with Matt Stafford, but with Jared Goff. Boy, so free agency wise, they lost Kenny Galladay. <laughs> they lost Matt Prater to Arizona, which yep. boy, that's tough. Um, and then you just look down and in like they probably lost from what we looked at so far the most out of any team. Like Everybody, they had a fire sale. Yeah, jump ship. Yeah, so get out of there, go to other teams, uh, things like that. Uh, free agency wise, who they signed? 
looking at some of these names, Brashad Perryman uh, from the Jets, probably the biggest name. Tyrell Williams, who has not done anything in in, in Las Vegas with yeah. the Raiders at all. Um, Quinton Dunbar, that's it. <laughs> They've signed a lot of guys, but I don't think a lot of guys to make much of an impression. Yeah, you know what I mean. Depth, um, depth guys, we depth call them. Uh, exactly. So. Going into the draft with a new head coach, with a brand new quarterback, they are going to need weapons. They're going to need wide receiver help. And then basically anything you can do to protect him and to get more linebacker secondary help. You know, So first pick of the draft, they picked one of my favorite tackles in the draft was Panay Sewell yep. uh, from Oregon, uh, offensive tackle, who I think is great. Then they went defense, defense, defense. They got a guy named Amon Raw St. Brown, wide receiver in the fourth round. Oh, he was in the Scorpion King. I think so. I yeah. think he was, yeah. Uh, but other than that, that's that's their draft. I think they're the Lions, man. And even though I know I said I think the Vikings are going to be way worse, do you think this team with the strength of schedule, <clears throat> excuse me, tight for sixth is going to be over under five? games i think the lions are going to be the worst team in the league <laughs> i think they're going to have the worst uh record in the league i think that's my hot take with, first of all but with so this under. with this new head coach who seems like an idiot who why you would pick him over uh other capable wonderful head coach candidates this guy is insane look up you right now press pause and look up uh detroit lions head coach new like uh conference and yeah. goddamn it is so funny uh, because it talks about yeah again biting kneecaps and guys getting out there and killing other guys like it's insane i cannot believe they picked this guy um i think they're going to be they're going to push slash maybe get to six games but they're going to just going to be the same i think again like you said they're going to be very bad um i think jared goff my hot take is he's not going to finish the season with this team uh, on Jesus. the bench on the bench oh, okay, okay. I, i'm sorry he's going to finish season with the team but we're going to see that Jared Goff is not. He needs a system to play. Okay. And Sean McVay had the perfect system for Jared Goff to succeed, and this is not going to be it. Nope. And, and you already know my hot take. And it's going to be bad. So my hot take is, yeah, Jared Goff, he's going to ride pine. He is not going to finish the season. I like it. That's a good one. That's I, a good one to end on. I try. You know, I try. So um, That was the North. So that's the North. Uh, AFC and NFC North. I hope you learned some good stuff. Um and we've kept it more succinct, which I'm very proud of. Good you for know, us. You, hey, you got to pat yourselves on the back sometimes. <laughs> we know that teams won't pat you on the back. The Packers have not patted Aaron Rodgers on the back. Oh, man. But sometimes Nickelodeon will pat you on the back if your name is Mitch Trubisky. And then the team will sell you away. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I, I hope, you know, this podcast was designed because Brian and I love football. Um, and we love talking about football. And I think there's some interesting things that happen with each team. We got shit to say that, that I think is important for you to understand. And again, if you're a casual football fan, that's great. We hope we, you learned something or you took something away from this, but otherwise, yeah, we hope to see you again. I think the next time we do this, I don't know. Next week. You'll, next you'll week, hear yeah. us next week, but uh, email us your hot takes or your predictions at debates on f- Oh boy. Debates on fans. Do you need the sheet? Up? I need the sheet. Yeah. Get the sheet. Debates on fans at gmail.com. Remember, this is presented by Debates on Tap, minus one boy. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Debates on Tap. Find us on Instagram, Debates on Pictures. Um, subscribe to us, whatever you're listening to us on, everything you're listening to us on. Listen, subscribe to us on multiple 
apps. That's That'll right. help. That'll That's help right. a lot. Leave like, a review. Like, review, like, rate. Smash the like button, all those YouTube things that people say. Um, yeah, and enjoy yourself. Enjoy this season. Uh, you know, just maybe maybe think about getting a vaccine. Maybe think about it if you haven't yeah, already. If you have not done that, please do that. Just think about it. Because we can get into it, but we'll get into it later. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.